how to make a ton of money with hardback books on today's episode. Today's episode is brought to you by Social Pilot, the social media and marketing tool for bloggers and small businesses. Join over 20,000 social media pros at servenomaster.com backslash socialpilot today. Are you tired of dealing with your boss? Do you feel underpaid and underappreciated? If you want to make it online, fire your boss and start living your retirement dreams now, then you've come to the right place. Welcome to Serve No Master Podcast, where you'll learn how to open new revenue streams and make money while you sleep. Presented live from a tropical island in the South Pacific by best-selling author, Jonathan Green. Now, here's your host. I'm still at the new hotel with my wife. We're working on getting our passports and visas, everything completed. I have to do that interview with her in two days to prove that we're really married. She's really nervous about it. I don't know why. We have kids together. We've lived together for four years. Our marriage couldn't be more real. But we have to go through that process as I begin to get my first permanent marriage visa here so that I can stay longer. It's easier for me to come and go. And honestly, it's not that important. I haven't had problems living here with my current visa situation or traveling. I've never had a problem. But we want to do things right and begin to progress to make things easier for both of us and easier for our kids especially. So we're going through that process. And while we do that, I'm working on some really exciting things. And one of the things I'm working on is moving into hardback books. We went to a bookstore here yesterday when we're on the big city where they have bookstores. There's no bookstores where I live. And we bought two cookbooks. We bought a paperback and a hardback. And the hardback cookbook cost as much as four of the paperback ones. Does that mean the content is four times better? No. It turns out it doesn't. They're both great. They're both good in different ways. Content is very similar. But when a book is hardback, we can sell it for a lot more. There are a couple of key questions and tools that we go through in the process of creating a hardback book, and I want to take you through the challenges. The first thing is that CreateSpace, Amazon, will not make a hardback book for you. They won't sell it. They won't do it. So you have to go somewhere else. And there are really two main options that I've been looking at. There are lots of options out there. If you've been following me when talking about creating cards, the playing cards, and that journey, that company will also print your book. However, they're a third-party printer. What a lot of these other companies do is they go to the companies that I want to use anyways. So you end up going through two steps and you're paying two different companies to help you through the process and sometimes you need that. The two main places that I've really looked at are Lulu.com and IngramSpark. Ingram is a really big publishing house. They've been a really big company for a long time and they handle printing for a lot of major imprints. The process of printing books, they've been an expert for a long time. First, I was so sure I was gonna use Lulu. I started looking at lulu.com. Someone mentioned it to me recently and they allow you to do some cool things like a spiral notebook, style book, which I think might be great for the journals I'm working on. I'm still trying to put out my first journal. I'm working on a lot of different things at once. I'm trying to really diversify the types of content, the way you can engage it. So I looked at lulu.com and I put together a couple of ideas for the size of the book. My first question was for this hardback, should I make it bigger? When you go to the bookstore, a hardback is a larger size than a paperback. And I know several people, one of whom was my father, who only read hardbacks because they like the larger size of the book, which is something interesting that sometimes you don't think about. So I looked at that possibility and you can either do a larger size hardback or you can do a hardback that's six inches by nine, which is the size of my other books. It's the size of my paperbacks. It's that normal standard dimension. But if you do it a larger size, it changes the distribution issues. So when I looked at doing a larger size, you could, it's harder to get it onto Amazon. It's more of a challenge. So probably the hardback edition of Serve No Master will be six inches by nine. 
be the same size as the paperback, but it'll have a hardback cover. It's more strong and you can do other things like have a leather cover, like a cloth cover, and then have a dust jacket, all of those things. What I'll probably do in thinking about this is have one of those hardbacks where the cover is the same as my paperback. It's like just built into that hardback cover, like under the plastic. I don't want to do the whole dust jacket thing. It's a little too complicated and I don't want to overdo it. I don't know if people want to take off the dust jacket and then suddenly it looks like they have a book for the 1800s that I wrote. That could be kind of cool. What I like about this limitation about doing the six by nine is that I don't have to reformat the whole book. And in fact, the only thing I'll have to redo is the cover. It's only because I've been a little bit busy over the last two days that I haven't ordered my first proof. The challenge with Ingram is that every time you make a change, they charge you. Once you submit your book design, which is a PDF, which means it's set in stone. If you want to make a change, it's 50 bucks. If you say, oh, there's a typo, it costs $50 to fix that typo. Tell you what, <laughs> you're real hesitant to fix those. Suddenly you start looking at typos going, you know what, I can live with that one. With CreateSpace, it's very easy to change typos on the fly. That's why I've used CreateSpace. But once your book is awesome, once your book is absolutely frosty and doesn't have mistakes anymore, then you can submit it to this platform. And I looked at the fee, you know, the setup fee is $50 and that's a little bit prohibitive because you start saying, oh, I'm gonna make, how long is it gonna make back this 50 bucks? But when I looked at putting Surf and Master on Lulu and on Ingram, the pricing was very different. To get my book printed, the cost to me is $22 on Lulu. On Ingram, it's a little over 11. To sell a book from Lulu, I have to charge at least $30 and I'll probably only make four or $5 a sale. I'm not very profitable for the author and very expensive for the reader. To print with Ingram, the cost is actually lower than printing my paperback through CreateSpace. That's got a new thought in my mind that I may dabble with my next paperback and print it through Ingram as well, just to see how the price difference experience. But for now, we're looking at hardbacks. I wanna create hardback editions of all my books and I didn't, I didn't realize it would be so easy. I've kind of not done it for a long time just because of the setup costs and some other things, but now I'm thinking about how cool it could be. And there's always so many things going on. When you're looking at doing a hardback, you have to think about the cost and the profit and do a lot of math and is it worth it? Is the ups and downs, all of those elements. There are a lot of benefits to doing a hardback through a really great imprint, an external imprint. Even if I don't sell hardback copies of my book, having a hardback edition there will make more people buy the other editions of my book. It'll make it even more exciting. People go, wow, this must be a really great book with a great publisher. It's got a hardback edition. Most Amazon books don't have hardback editions. Most independent authors don't have a hardback edition because of the hurdle. So when you're looking at creating a hardback, the first thing to look at is these two platforms. You can look at other ones. I know CD Baby does hardbacks as well, and there's a couple other places that do other different types of printing. You wanna look at each different place and see how much money you'll make per sale. I can sell a hardback book for $20 instead of 30. That allows me to give a better experience to my audience. I don't know if that'll be the final price of the hardback. The hardback may have to be a little bit more because I haven't looked at shipping costs and a few other pieces, but at least I'm starting out with a much lower number. And if I charge the same amount, I'd still make double the profit. It gives me a lot more breathing room and I like that. As I have more experience and begin to sell hardback copies of the book, I'll really be more dialed into the pricing. And this is why we have to go through experimentation. The next phase for me is to do that first hardback, get a test printing and send it to someone. Now, this is a challenge for me. I always have to find someone to send it to who will do a good job with what I send them. I have a follower who I send my cards to. He does a great job. He takes pictures of them, sends them to me, tells me what's right and what's wrong. That really helps me. There were a problem with my test printing of the second batch of cards. 
That's why I'm not selling cards yet. It takes two weeks to go through the process of doing that first test printing because they have to do the mock-ups, run them through their whole process, and then ship them. It takes a while. So it's two weeks each time I come up with a new design. Once they're perfect, the second and third printings, printing them for you guys won't take as long. We want to find someone who will be reliable. I designed my coloring book and sent it to someone and they're so busy they haven't responded to me in three or four days. I don't even know if the book arrived. It should have by now. If it hasn't, I really want to know that. As you are designing and thinking about doing other things with your business, it's really good to expand into other formats and other editions. Some people really want to hold a hardback copy in their hand. The majority of my readers have more than one edition of each of my books. I know a lot of people that like to go back and forth between Kindle and audiobook, and if they like a book enough, then they buy the paperback. This is how certain people engage content, and we want to give people whatever they want. This isn't just about making more money. This is about giving people what they want, giving them that right experience. I really like reading hardbacks too. I grew up reading hardback books, but now I'm a Kindle guy because of the convenience. However, I want more and more of my books to end up in libraries. That's why we had a recent episode where I explained audiobooks and libraries in the hopes that you'll tell your library to put my audiobook in there. When you are putting together your hardback, choose the right size that will allow you to do things you want. I wanted to do a larger size hardback, but then it wouldn't give me the option of distribution to Amazon. And I said, well, if I can't do it through Amazon, I don't want this larger size. It's no use to me. When you're resizing, you have to do some reformatting issues. You have to set the new trim and say, okay, this is the spacing on the pages. The great thing about doing the same size is that I don't have to change anything. I can use the same interior template for my paperback and hardback. It's a bit of convenience. I tried not to be so lazy that I made that the main reason I chose my size. That's why I tried the larger size first. Thinking about multiple ways to create your book helps you to think a little bit outside the box. I see a lot of authors who are caught up in the just pure Kindle edition and they don't have an audiobook. They don't have a paperback, let alone a hardback, let alone a journal edition, let alone a workbook edition, let alone an audiobook edition. You don't have to constantly write new books to generate new content or to expand. Oftentimes, people find me in very unique ways. There are people who only find me through audible.com. There are people who only find me through the Kindle edition, and they're not the same people. People have different ways of finding stuff. You're making yourself easier to find. There may be people who've never bought my book. They saw it, they go, that looks great. Oh, no hardback, no thanks. They're hardback only. I want them to be able to read and engage with my content. There are people who only find you through certain ways. Diversify your content offerings. If I can figure out a way to make a Serve No Master coloring book that seems interesting, engages people with the lessons, then I'll do it. It's not always about commercializing or getting into merchandise. Sometimes it's about how people engage content. And adult coloring books are very big right now. I'm not sure if there's a way to make a Serve No Master coloring book that doesn't seem a little bit over the top, but if I can find a way to reach that audience, I will. I got an amazing comment on the blog. Today I saw it. Someone found me looking for the cure for depression. I didn't even know that Serve No Master came up under that search result. I have other books about depression. I've just written a new book on the whole topic of depression that's now with my transcriptionist. It'll hopefully be coming out in my cycle over the next two to three months. But it was amazing that someone found me that way. And then they found value in the rest of the book. You never know which lessons people are gonna take away. You never know the best way for people to find you. The only reason I haven't pushed hardbacks in the past and done it a lot myself is that there's a bit of an upfront cost, a bit of a risk. It's not huge. It's only $49 now. It used to be more. They've lowered the prices, which is pretty cool. Take a look at Ingram. Take a look at Lulu. There are other things you can do beyond print on demand. You can order a batch of 100 books and they start to give you discounts. If you 
want to get discounts on a run from CreateSpace, you have to order over a thousand books. When you're looking at Lulu and Ingram, they start to give you discounts much more quickly. Because they're competing with CreateSpace, they have to offer you more benefits to make it worthwhile. I can tell you right now that if Ingram can give me better pricing, I'll look for a way to switch my paperback printing because it'll be worth it to me. It's very expensive for me to print a paperback book through CreateSpace. It costs me nearly $15 to get a printing of Serve No Master. And in fact, if I charged $15, I would get nothing per sale. I would get nothing. It would be a loss. That's the lowest number CreateSpace will allow me to do. That's why the book's $19.99. I would love for the paperback to be cheaper. I would love for the paperback to be like $10 or $12 more affordable for people. Unfortunately, it's so long, CreateSpace doesn't allow that. So I am looking at other things. I would have never thought about changing my paperback printing until I saw this amazing pricing, the Lulu pricing. And maybe I did something wrong. I'm going to look again was so high comparatively that Ingram really impressed me. I wasn't even going to look at Ingram until I thought, you know what? I should just double check. I was so surprised. I forgot I even had an account with them. I've never done a book. Look at all of these different places. When you're doing all the printing yourself, yes, these are these other hurdles. And I know that it's very tempting at this moment to go, you know what? I'm just going to go through a publisher or someone else. I looked at this website. I forget why I was on this website. I was trying to research a, a pricing thing or a formatting thing. And they were talking about how they do formatting for you and they'll format your book for you for only $1,200. <laughs> so expensive for something that only takes a couple hours to learn. There are always people trying to take advantage of what we do. The people who made the most money during the gold rush was the guys selling shovels to the gold miners. Very few gold miners struck it rich. And the same way, very few authors break through and make a massive success. But there are always people along the way trying to grab as much of your profits as they can. Very expensive editors, very expensive cover designers, very expensive formatting. You can easily take a book you've written and to get it published, spend five or $10,000. And you'll probably never make that back. Very few authors do. By that point, you've spent so much money, you're not ready to spend money on marketing where it'd be so much more valuable. You can just feel exhausted and worn out and can't believe it's so expensive and you're hoping to start making a hundred or a thousand dollars a day so you can make back your money. But it's not always that quick. Sometimes you just have a base hit. You don't always have a home run. The real secret to success on Amazon is diversification of your books and quantity. The more offerings you have in different formats and in different content, that's when you start to be really successful. But if you're getting crippled on book after book, it can be brutal. So the last thing I'll share with you is a bit of formatting advice. Right now to format my paperbacks, I use Scrivener. I export directly from Scrivener. I have a setup that's been working really, really well. I only end up having to make a few minor changes. It takes me about three or four hours. So I'm still not perfect. I always make these little mistakes and realize I wanna change things as I'm going through the formatting process. But I certainly wouldn't wanna pay thousands of dollars to have someone else do that. I like doing it myself. When you pay someone else, they never wanna give you an editable format. They always wanna give you the final PDF and say, well, if there's any changes, you gotta pay me again. That's how they stay in control and I hate that. I spoke to someone recently asking them to help me format my coloring book because I was doing something wrong. They wanted to charge me way too much money for something that was already pretty much formatted. All I wanted them to do was check out why I was making a mistake with my upload to CreateSpace. I discovered the problem wasn't my file, it was the browser. They wanted to charge me a huge amount of money. I said, if you're gonna charge me that much, they were even charging me for the blank pages. In a coloring book, every other page is blank. So that when someone draws the back of it's blank, they wanna tear it out and put it on the wall or something, they can. And they're like, well, we gotta charge you for the blank pages too. And I was like, you're charging me for the blank pages. You're overcharging me over your initial bid. Will you at least give me an editable format? And they said, no way. 
these people never want to give up their power over us. What I'm really excited about, and I haven't tested this yet, it just came out a couple of days ago, is that Vellum now has a physical copy export option. I just bought the upgrade. It's $100 to upgrade my, ep my unlimited account, which is unlimited exports of Kindle books to unlimited exports of paperbacks as well. I haven't done one yet. I'm gonna do it with Control Your Fate, see how it turns out. That was saving a huge amount of formatting time if it works as well as I hope. I haven't played with it yet, but I'm excited about that. I'm more and more excited about Vellum. I wish Vellum had an affiliate program so I could get a commission when I sell it, but of course they don't. Such is life. It's such a great program, I have to share it with you. It's how I format all my books. And if it can format paperback books as well, it's gonna become my go-to piece of software for everything. Right now, my Scrivener file becomes my master file. So when someone sends me any typos or edits after the book has been released, I have to fix it in Scrivener first and then make the same fixes at the same time in the vellum file. So that way I have consistent fixes that the paperback matches the digital version. But the possibility of just clicking another button and exporting to different sizes means it's even easier than ever before for you to put out that hardback edition. My advice today, and what I recommend for you to do if you already have a book out there, format it for hardback and just get one printed. Get it sent to your house and see what it looks and feels like. And if it comes back looking pretty good, add it to your Amazon listing. And you're gonna notice a spike in sales. Different people like different formats. It doesn't have to be hard anymore. Formatting and being an ebook author is getting easier and easier and easier. And that is how you can make real money with hardbacks. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Serve No Master. Make sure you subscribe so you never miss another episode. We'll be back tomorrow with more tips and tactics on how to escape that rat race. Head over to servenomaster.com forward slash podcasts now for your chance to win a free copy of Jonathan's bestseller, Serve No Master. All you have to do is leave a five-star review of this podcast. See you tomorrow. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Serve No Master podcast. Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode.